Thanksgiving is not just a holiday, it is a way of life. As we study the scriptures with Scott Pauley today, we pray that God will help us learn how to develop grateful hearts and homes. Giving thanks is not only a way in which we give glory to God, it is also one of the most powerful ways we can give the gospel to someone else. You see, I believe that witnessing is not simply presenting facts about God. It's not simply reciting verses. Witnessing is actually praising God to someone else. It's telling others what the Lord Jesus Christ has done in your heart and in your life. As a matter of fact, nothing is more attractive in the Christian faith than a believer who is so full of gratitude and so full of joy over what Jesus means to them that it just overflows in their life. You know, the Bible says that praise is comely for the upright, meaning it's beautiful. Paul wrote to Titus and said, we're to adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in all things, literally to dress it up, uh, to take what we believe and make it so beautiful by the way we live our life and the testimony that we give that others desire to know our Christ. I have become more and more convinced that my personal testimony is the most powerful tool I have in witnessing outside the Word of God itself. So you have the Scriptures. Don't neglect the power of the Word of God. But as a believer, the next great tool and resource you have in your, in your gospel arsenal is your own personal testimony. With that in mind, I come today in our study to a, a psalm that is one of the great thanksgiving psalms of the Bible, but it is also one of the great testimony psalms of the Bible. It's Psalm 107. It begins this way, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. Now actually, the previous psalm, Psalm 106, is really a sister psalm to it. It begins much the same way. Psalm 106 verse 1 says, Praise ye the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. Interesting that these two great historical psalms begin the very same way. They begin with thanks. They begin with gratitude. Both of these psalms, in many ways, are historical as it relates to Israel's story. And yet, this is not just Israel's story, it's my story. It's your story. It's the story of all who've been delivered and redeemed and set free. It's our testimony. It's our giving of thanks to the Lord and to others about our Lord. So let's read on. Psalm 107 verse 2 says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. May I ask you, are you a redeemed person? Redeemed means to buy back. Has the Lord Jesus Christ bought and paid for your soul? Has He paid your sin debt at Calvary? Did He shed His own precious blood for you? Have you come into the, to the experience of that redemption through faith in the Lord Jesus? Is He your Savior? Well, if He is, the Bible says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I love the fact that he begins with this word that almost gives permission. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. In other words, the idea here is 
He shouldn't have to command you to say so. You ought to be so excited about telling others about Him uh, that at a drop of a hat, you're willing to speak for the Lord. That at any moment, you're ready, First Peter says, to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. You see, my friends, your testimony is a powerful thing. You find this truth woven all through the Word of God. For example, Mark chapter 5 and verse number 19, Jesus says to a man that he, he redeems and sets free, He says, you go home and you tell them how great things the Lord has done for you. In Luke chapter 2, the Bible says of the shepherds when they first heard the announcement about the Christ and they saw the Messiah, the Bible says they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. What were they doing? They're just telling and sharing that which they know. How about the apostles in Acts chapter 3, verse number 6, when they said to that old beggar, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise and walk. You see, the Lord's not asking you to give what you don't have. He's asking you to give what you do have. He says it again, Acts chapter 4, verse 20. The disciples said, We cannot help but speak the things that we've seen and heard. I'm afraid we're trying to, to prime believers and prompt them often to witness, begging and pleading people to tell others about Jesus Christ. When if Christ has truly made a difference in your life, no one should have to beg you to do that. You ought to be like those disciples that said, we can't help ourselves. We have to tell you what we've seen and what we've heard. It's what the Apostle Paul meant in Romans 1.16 when he said, So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel. What's in you, friend? Uh, is Christ in you? Is His hope in you? Is there peace in you? Is the truth living inside of you? Well, if it is, let it out. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. As much as in you is, be a ready witness for the Lord Jesus. And John wrote something very similar in 1 John chapter 1, verse 3. He said, That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you. Do you see again and again in Scripture how simply witnessing is just us giving our gratitude and our thanksgiving to someone else about the Lord Jesus Christ? It is the thing that makes others desire the Christ we profess to know and have. It was Gandhi who famously said, I would be a Christian if it were not for Christians. Well, I think there's probably a whole generation of people that would become Christians if they simply met one genuine Christian. If they just met somebody that knew and loved Christ and was so excited about it, they couldn't help themselves. They wanted to give their testimony to someone else. You see, in this way, it's not a presentation that you're giving. Oh, no. No, it is a testimony of your own experience with the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, sometimes we call it the plan of salvation. Uh, maybe a better way to say this is I want to share with you the person who changed my life. I want to tell you how the Lord made a difference both in my life now and in my eternity. In the words of the psalmist, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. There are two things every one of us must do today. Number one, you need to have a testimony. You can't share what you don't have. So number one, you need to get your own story of salvation. Get your own testimony about the Lord. How do you do that? 
Put your faith in Christ. Settle the matter of your soul's salvation today. There's a giant question mark in your heart and mind. You can't speak with an exclamation point about the Lord. Put your faith in Christ today. Call on Him now to save you. And then, once you have a testimony, give it. A testimony is not something to have. It's something to share. It's something to pass along to someone else. So if you know for sure you've been redeemed, if you know the Lord Jesus Christ in a personal way, could I challenge you this day, before this very day ends, give that testimony to someone else. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We thank God for you and trust that today's study was an encouragement in your journey with Christ. For additional helps, visit us online at scottpauley.org. And remember, grateful people are the ones enjoying the journey.